This episode is about pleasure and aligning yourself to pleasure as the ability to respond and love your own self, to honor yourself, as well as how to use small moments to build upon and deepen your capacity to feel pleasure. Lastly, it's about digesting both pleasant and unpleasant experience to make more space and capacity. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, alive now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. If you've been touched by this podcast or any episode has supported you, helped you, or given you inspiration, I would love if you considered giving a donation to let it continue. This podcast is completely supported by your donations, and each one requires some editing and some admin work to make it possible and arrive in your lovely ears. So please consider giving a donation at my website at candicewu.com support. So the topic today is pleasure. I've been thinking about this topic and working with this for a long time now. When I say pleasure, what comes up for you? What brings you pleasure? What feels pleasant? And what is it associated with? So to me, pleasure is so many things that give me a feeling of satisfaction, uh, satisfies a desire or fulfills something in me, just feels good, feels enjoyable, something I savor or want to savor, beauty. And it can be really anything from enjoying a cup of tea to sex to a massage to sitting on the beach to being becoming a minimalist or decluttering your closet. It could even be diving into your dreams or doing healing work. I believe that pleasure brings you to the core of you. It is your compass to exactly what makes you feel alive, to what brings your being into brightness and and aliveness. And it's very specific to you. So separating these from your own desires, from the shoulds and shouldn'ts of the collective, of the world around you, of your community, of your family, and of what 
maybe others have told you is incredibly important because those are the things that usually for me have tended to backfire and I find myself maybe doing it, maybe going through the motions or doing it and feeling good about it until it bites me. And it's like, this didn't actually give me what really felt joyful. Something's empty about it or something actually feels bad about it. So I have talked about pleasure a little bit on the show. Um, There are a couple of episodes that I would refer to, which are episode 128, Calibrate to Pleasure. You can find it at candicewu.com slash EP128. There's also the episode about aligning to pleasure and pragya, complete action, like how to take action from a state of being that is already complete in itself rather than looking for the fruits of the outcomes. That's episode 122 at com slash EP122. And then what dawns on me is that pleasure requires some level of taking, the ability to take pleasure, to soak it in, to take up space within that feeling in your body, to allow it. And so there's the episode about taking, which comes in a a series of three of giving, taking, giving, and receiving. So that's at my website slash taking. You'll find all those in the show notes as well. So today we're talking about how to open your capacity and deepen your sense of pleasure and why it's important. And I touched on it just being a a compass for your being. What feels good to us gives us a clue to why we're here. What gives us joy is part of why we're here. Experiencing that joy is part of why we're here. And there's a difference between doing something for a coping mechanism as a way to avoid something else, avoid a feeling. Or maybe more so, it, there it's like a spectrum. You might have some level of using something you enjoy for coping. And otherwise, you might still enjoy it. We exist in this physical form, this body, to enjoy things, to feel good, and to move through the world with this body, letting it guide us to exactly what we're here for, or to each moment, to be in this moment, to savor it. And I I just think of when I'm watching the horses, they know exactly what feels good and they go for it in that moment. They want this kind of grass or they want to just stand here and be quiet or they want to run and bite and banter and they'll just move towards it with ease. There's no thinking about it. It's instinctual. And somewhere along the way, we have been conditioned. We have layers of ourselves that believe that we should do certain things and not do others, that we have to be a certain way to survive And sometimes those, usually those ways when we investigate them are ways that we have survived, whether it's this life, past life, our ancestry's lives, something handed down. But these layers that 
are in between our true desire, our true pleasure and joy, and who we are today or what we choose. And those those blocks or those layers are part of the key, the key, the road and the portal to healing and knowing yourself at this deeper level. If you asked me 10 or 15 years ago, what brings me joy? I would have named a handful of things that actually were my survival skills, were things that I did to get love or obtain worthiness or value. And some of those activities did that for me. But when I look back and all the healing work I've done, I feel that actually I was really deeply unhappy. I was crying on the inside. And on the outside, I was showing this happy face to the world. And I did some good things. And I did enjoy some things, but it wasn't as full as it is now and as satisfying as it is now, where I can be in each moment as many moments as possible and more so now where I can be in the moments and enjoy. How much space is there for pleasure in your life? What are you enjoying and what feels like an obligation to you? And where in your life are you doing the things that don't quite fit you, but you thought you should be doing Everyone is worthy of pleasure. Everyone is worthy of joy. Everyone is worthy of feeling peace or something good in their bodies. And really, there's only one person that can do that for you, and it's you. And what I suggest as you enter in, if you have no clue what brings you pleasure or joy, or there's, there's a sense that there's nothing then tune into the last time any moment brought you a feeling of feeling like yourself or any moment brought you a little bit more pleasure than it did now. And when you feel into that moment or imagine that happening, notice what happens in your body, how it feels. And stay with that moment, couple of breaths, or as long as you would like. And what you're doing then is letting yourself dip into the feeling of pleasure so that your nervous system is reminded, I can feel that. It's safe to feel that. Notice the last time before that, maybe, that something was satisfying to you or where you felt like yourself, where you felt good. Or notice all the way back to a younger version of yourself where you might have had different interests. Just touch into the feeling of what it's like to have something that gives you that pleasure. Was there a touch you received? Was there a moment of doing artwork that felt like you're in the flow or you're in the zone? 
these little breadcrumbs are what build and add up to longer moments, longer periods of time of allowing yourself and immersing yourself in pleasure and a sensual experience, being in your body and present while it's happening. Even if it takes you a little practice with going into the past when something had happened, if you didn't get to digest it all while it was happening, that you could go into the past, bring your mind there and feel into it even more than was felt in the moment. I do that all the time. And it's one of the ways that I digest the good stuff that's happening, especially since uh, this time period of my life has been about expanding into pleasure and expanding um, into joy and aligning to it. What I've actually experienced is a lot of that joy and beauty. And sometimes so much of it's happening that it doesn't integrate into me fully until I touch back into those moments that felt really amazing and let myself deepen in my awareness of that feeling, that experience. If we don't digest the good, what I experience is that it backs up and we start to feel a little bit stressed or frazzled and the capacity to feel pleasure doesn't quite expand in its fullest because it hasn't had that chance to metabolize and calibrate into our energy being, into our emotional capacity. So taking the time to digest what has felt pleasant, what has felt good, makes more space. The spirit wants to expand into that, except for when it feels like it's unsafe or you're not worthy or you're not allowed. Perhaps there are some silent rules that you live by that joy or pleasure is not for you. It might relate to race or ethnicity where you feel like if you're a certain race, pleasure is not for you. Or culturally, that it's not okay. You know, and there are still many cultures that don't allow physical touch or affection in public. You could even get um, arrested in India for showing affection to a woman, is uh, what a friend had told me. So there are many reasons that we might not be able to access that pleasure. And those are some of the things we'll talk about in the next episode on pleasure is the belief sets that are living in your system, in your body then and playing out where it doesn't allow you to access the, the layers that we had spoken about between you and what's just pure, raw aliveness and satisfaction in your body. What I find though is when we digest the pleasure in our lives, digest the things that feel good or expand us, the whole being wants to expand. The despair, the sadness, the anger, the ability to feel that wants to also come forward. It's like our capacity wants to grow in a full circle, in a full sphere. 
fear, not just one-sided or lopsided. And so it says, then we are going to feel more of everything. And that can touch into painful things, uncomfortable feelings, undesirable or unwelcome feelings, trauma, things that we don't even know are there. And that may be the fear of feeling pleasure for some people. What's there? What's Pleasure has not brought me full feeling of goodness. It comes with other stuff. And with this, I want to mention the poet Khalil Gibran. And he said that the deeper that sorrow carves into your being, the more joy you can contain. Brene Brown talks about that too. We can't just feel the good stuff. We have to feel the bad, so to say. I don't think those are her words, but you can't just feel the happiness. You've got to feel all the difficult feelings too. And to come into this fullness where we're not seeing all that as good or bad, but a part of our experience. And to even get to the place where the difficult or just uncomfortable feelings can actually be pleasurable, can actually be fruitful and purposeful. I mean, sometimes they're still hard, even if you see the purpose. I love how Frances Weller talks about loss and grief in this article called The Geography of Sorrow. Um, He was interviewed by Tim McKee. Francis Weller said that um, we experience little genuine joy in part because we avoid the depths. We are an ascension culture. We love rising, but we fear going down. And consequently, we find ways to deny the reality of this rich but difficult territory, and we are thinned psychically. He says, we live in what I call a flatline culture where the band is narrow in terms of what we let ourselves fully feel. We cry at a wedding when we, or when we watch a movie, but the full-throated expression of emotion is off limits. He encourages us to be in the fullness of our feelings in all of them. And that, that is what I experience comes with joy, comes with pleasure, is that those feelings want to emerge from the depths and be seen as well and be felt through as well. They're there living in us, Um, accumulating in us from so many experiences and we can be prepared for those and we can also welcome them and make a place for them. And with that creates even, it just goes and perpetuates in a circle, creates more space for pleasure, for things that you feel you want in your life. The other day I what emerged was a belief that if I have more pleasure and more joy then those that I love will be lost or they will suffer. It will hurt them. And I recognize that that is untrue. If you have more pleasure then it allows other people around you to see that it's possible. If you have more pleasure and you are alive and you're feeling like yourself and you're empowered in your own joy, at least from time to time, if not more of the time, then that gives other people 
a chance to see and feel your light emanate from you and to feel that even in this world where things can be really hard and we sure know that they are right now in 2020 well, there are many things to um, rub up against and feel and struggle with but that even through that there is a way to feel pleasure and that brings more healing that brings more to people around when I feel that I've given myself things in my life that I enjoy, experiences that I enjoy, I'm much more for the experiences that um, support other people or the world in a more direct way. But I do believe that just being in that peace, that joy, that satisfaction, following what's aligned to me is what actually um, gives other people a pathway to see that they could do that themselves. It's not for everybody. You may have your own pathway that I'm not describing here or this doesn't resonate to you. And that's, I honor that too. But if it is your desire to be in more peace and harmony with yourself or to be more aligned with yourself and to feel more joy and to be more of yourself in the world and bring your gifts to the world, then I think touching into beauty, moments of beauty and pleasure and letting that increase can only brighten you up more. And I'm going to share three more things that you can do to increase and deepen your pleasure, your ability to feel pleasure in the present moment. The second thing you can do is to find it, look for it in your space right now. If you look around you, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, what brings you a sense of pleasure? Is there something that you like to look at that gives you a feeling of calm or that pleases you? And you might even look for just one thing, if that's hard for you, or Notice one thing, feel it, pause there for as long as you want and look for three to five other things. So wherever you are, if you're in um, line at the grocery store throughout the day, look for what you can feel into that gives you pleasure, even if it's an unpleasant moment. And that leads us to the next thing that you can do is start to go through your day with the awareness that you want to look for what gives you that feeling of goodness, beauty, pleasure, and absorb how it feels. If you can make it a, a goal to do it once a day, great. If that's already new, if you can do it five times a day, even better, or work up to it. And for me, it just started to become what I do naturally, or I could just extract some goodness from each moment. And some moments are harder, of course, but in general, I can extract some goodness and a good feeling from it, even if some difficult or challenging things are going on. And the last tip I would give you today is just asking yourself, checking in with your heart and asking what would offer me some pleasure 
now? What would offer me a little more comfort or some relief? What do I need right now? And listening to whatever that instinctual part of you says or um, offers you. And it may not come from your mental space, but more so from your body, from your heart, from the emotional space. I was thinking about the word responsibility again. Recently, I was on a podcast with Andrea Clunder from Podcast Envy. Uh, She's awesome. She's just such a vibrant podcast host. And um, we had some really good talks about what is our responsibility in this world, especially during these times. And if you're interested in that episode, you can find it at candacewu.com slash podcast envy. And I brought up the word responsibility and broke it down to response ability, our ability to respond. And I, I believe that it is our primary response ability our primary ability to respond is to our own spirit, to our own soul and being, or whatever you call the existence that is you, the awareness that is you, through this body, through this set of, this fractal of the universe that is this body and this soul. So, How do you respond to who it is that is you? How do you honor it? Honor yourself, the biggest self, the deeper self. And we have this physical experience to do so, to be congruent with all of honoring ourselves, this physical body needs to come with. So I don't see responsibility as these ideas of what we should and shouldn't do, but our ability to respond to things or ourselves or others that we can take up. And in that way, it gives a lot more freedom to me. There's a lot more movement and a larger capacity and space within that that, um, viewpoint of the word. And what is our responsibility to our own spirit. You can respond by ignoring it. You can respond by hiding it. You can respond by saying, I'm not allowed to be in touch with what it truly wants and feels. You can say it's not worthy. You can say it's not enough. Or you can believe that it's not valuable, that who you are is not valuable. Or you can honor yourself. You can Respond to your own spirit by saying, I love you. I love who you are, or I'm willing to learn who you are. Who are you? And to bring the gifts forward of your being that already is the love and the divine that is the source of all things. The other day, my mom was saying, I am so bored. I'm so bored. I don't even know what I enjoy. I don't know what to do with my time. I need more hobbies. 
And I went through the questions that I just posed to all of you. When's the last time you felt or felt like you enjoyed something? And she's like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, really though, really? When did you enjoy something? Well, when I was with my friends. Well, and so her mindset is a bit, she's feeling a bit hopeless, I think. And her mindset was a little bit limited. Like she was really thinking hobbies. And when I think of what you can enjoy, it can be really anything. But she was like, well, maybe I just need to get out of my routine of going to my partners four times a week and go less. And that just brought me to the idea that, yeah, maybe you need to get bored Maybe you need to get bored and let yourself fully be bored and exhaust that until you find something interesting, until you can daydream a little and let ideas flow through and to not resist the boredom, but to let it move through so that something else happens. But also she was suggesting to break up her structure, to make some time for discovering something new. And we both talked about maybe she could just try things. There are a million things you can just try to explore, to discover that you might enjoy. So if none of the inner work is working out for you, just try something. See what other people enjoy. Notice what they feel like when they enjoy it like what you see or perceive that they feel. So these days I've been really moving into pleasure, moving into feeling what gives me joy and giving myself that joy, allowing myself to grow into it. And recently it's been about joy in relationships, intimacy and vulnerability and pleasure But it's also about the daily joys, the daily feelings of sensual pleasure that I can give myself. So we're at the end, and I hope this episode gave you something to chew on. And perhaps some call in you wanted to listen to this episode and may feel compelled to open into another level of pleasure for yourself. I say, go for it. And as always, you can find more of these episodes at CandiceWu.com slash podcast, as well as all the experientials at CandiceWu.com slash meditations. See you next time on the Embodied Podcast.